0: there welcome to another life transforming sermon with dr desert achero we've been looking at the spirit of this world according to first corinthians chapter 2 and verse 12 and the first thing we notice is the spirit of this world is the spirit of um is the spirit of do you remember it is the spirit of deception spirit of this world is the spirit of deception and and i gave you number two the spirit of the of this world is the spirit of rebellion and yesterday we looked at types of hearts that generate rebellion the first type of heart that uh the first type of hearts that um generate rebellion is the impatient heart. So I want to continue from there quickly because I have a lot to share today. The second one is the infected heart. The infected heart is another type of heart that will generate rebellion in our lives. And remember I told you rebellion starts in the heart and that's where we are looking at different types of hearts. Uh because uh if we are not careful we might be having a heart that is prone to rebellion. Now the infected heart is a heart that has contracted the disease of rebellion is when you look at the parable of the sower you realize that Jesus compared you know our hearts with uh, soil and you know very well what soil is for soil is for the planting of seeds you know so your heart is like is like soil and so your heart can receive the seed of rebellion. You know when you when you sow a seed, you know in the soil under the 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 correct conditions under the right conditions that seed is going to germinate, and it's the same. You know when it comes to our hearts, our hearts are compared to you know different types of uh, soil, according to the parable of the sower. So when uh, you're not careful, your heart also can have the seed of rebellion. A seed of rebellion can be planted in your heart, and that seed can grow and infect your heart and make your heart become, you know, contaminated or infected with rebellion. So the infected heart is one that has received the seed of rebellion. Remember, I told you yesterday that Lucifer who is the proponent of rebellion has been released here on earth and when he came here he was never delivered from rebellion and so he's sowing all these you know seeds of rebellion in people's hearts left right and center now when that seed is sown in your heart and you incubate that seed for a while For a while, it will will germinate, it will sprout. And when it sprouts and germinates, your heart becomes, you know, infected. Isaiah chapter 1, verse 1 to 6, I'm going to read quickly. This is a vision that God gave to Isaiah, the son of Amos, which he saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem in the days of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah. He says, Hear, O heavens, and give ear, O earth, for the Lord has spoken. I have nourished and brought up children, and they have rebelled against me. God is concerned. He has taken care of his children. He has raised them up. He has nursed them. But they have rebelled against him. The ox knows its honor and the donkey its master's creep, But Israel does not know. My people do not consider. Alas, sinful nation, a people laden with iniquity, a brood of evildoers, children who are corruptors. They have forsaken the Lord. They have provoked to anger the Holy One of Israel. They have turned away backward. Why should you be stricken again? You will revolt more and more. The whole head is sick. Look at the way he's describing his people. The whole head is sick and the whole heart faints. From the sole of the foot even to the head. There is no soundness. So you can see that God describes their state, that they were sick. From the top of their head to the sole of their feet, they were sick. There was no soundness in their body. That included their hearts. But wounds and bruises and putrefying sores, they have not been closed up or they have not been closed or bound up or soothed with ointment. So the whole body was infected. That includes the heart. So the heart can be, you know, the heart can be, uh, can be infected by the disease of rebellion. And you can see that the children of Israel in, in Isaiah chapter 1, they were sick from the head to the toe. The Bible says they had putrefying sores, which are rotten, stinking sores. You know, souls that are rotten, souls that are not healing. They, 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 and, and this infection, you can see that it affected the entire body. But because we are focusing on the heart, the infection infected their heart, the infection attacked their heart. So rebellion, which is the spirit of the world, will attack your heart and infect your heart. And, and your heart can become sick, and it can become sick of rebellion. Look, I always say this. That when you see somebody rebel, their heart rebelled long time ago. Their heart moved long time ago. Their heart was infected long time ago. And we are around people who can sow seeds of rebellion in us. You know, you can be around a rebellious person. And when you start talking to the person, or you start with the person, fellowshipping with the person, the person can throw the seed of rebellion in you. And that seed will get into your heart. And then that seed will start germinating. And it begins very innocently i mean you're talking you're having coffee you're having tea you know you've visited the person and then they start talking about your leader in a negative you know light and they say this is what i feel about this leader and all of a sudden you know you start feeling something you know in you anger rises within you what is happening is the seed is being sown you start feeling anger you start feeling mad you know you start you know lo- lowering your respect concerning that leader or concerning that pastor what is happening is the guy is sowing the seed of rebellion in your heart and by the time you're leaving that house the seed has already been sown and the seed begins to grow you know you used to look at this leader with admiration it can be the leader of your group the leader of your department the leader of your cmg he, he you know you used to look up to him you know as a, a role model and inspiration or it can be your pastor and all of a sudden you see that your perception has been twisted, has been warped concerning that person is because the seed is growing, is growing, is growing, and you become this person, you know, that has a heart that is infected. And before long, you collect your body as well. So it's important for you to not that your, seed, your heart is a soil which is ready to receive seeds. And you must be careful the kind of seeds that you sow in your heart. If you sow the seed of rebellion, the spirit of the world has infected you. And when that spirit of the world infects you, let me tell you, your heart will influence every part of your body. All right, number three is the disconnected heart. I'm moving very fast so that we can pray. The disconnected heart is another heart, you know, that generates rebellion in us. Now, one of the important thing for a leader or when you become a leader, one thing that is very important to you or one thing that you realize that is very important to you is to have followers whose heart are connected to you, you know when you are a leader and you're leading people you desire that their hearts may be connected to you because when their hearts are connected to you they are going to flow with your leadership but if their hearts are not connected to you you know you will just be pushing them pulling them you know talking to them every now and then about the same thing over and over and over again because their hearts are disconnected from you every leader wants hearts, not just bodies One's heart. If you can have, you know, my heart, you can have my body. If you can have the hearts of your people, they will always be present for your meetings. If you have the hearts of the people, they will always show up when you call upon them to show up. You see, every leader wants, you know, the hearts of his or her followers to be connected to them. You see, the spirit of the world will always attack the heart, and the reason why it is attacking the heart is attacking the heart of the followers to disconnect them from the leader. Because rebellion is all about disconnection. People who are rebellious are people who have disconnected from their leaders. They are no longer following their leaders wholeheartedly. They are no longer taking instructions from their leaders. They are no longer you know, having chemistry with the leader. They are no longer cooperative in the team because their hearts are not connected to the leader. And there are people who are in teams, there are people who are in singing groups, There are people who are in ministry groups, there are people who are in churches, but their their hearts are not there. It's only their bodies which are there. Their hearts are disconnected with the leader of of, of that movement or of that church or of that department. So the body is there, but the heart is disconnected. Now, one thing that we see that Jesus was very keen on is the state of the heart. Jesus placed emphasis on the state of our hearts as the yardstick of our commitment to him. Let me say that again. Jesus placed emphasis on the state of our hearts as the yardstick of our commitment uh, to him. He knew no matter what you say, if your heart is disconnected from him, you shall be rebellious to his commandments. You know, that's how Jesus was. He knew no matter what we say, you know, with our lips, if our hearts are disconnected from him we shall still be disobedient to his commands. That's why he castigated, you know, the Pharisees for des- dis- uh, demonstrating a disconnected heart. He knew. And you see, Jesus could be able to see people's hearts. God is able to see your heart. You can say all sorts of things. You can say, I love you, Jesus. You can say, God, you know, God first. I hear people use that statement a, a-, a lot. God first. You know, you can say, oh, God is my everything. You know, I'm putting God first. But God knows your heart. And he can tell if what you're saying is in tandem with what is happening in your heart. And that's why it's important for our hearts to be connected to the leader. There are people who will tell you they love you, but their hearts are disconnected from you. There are people who will tell you we are behind you, but actually they are not behind you. They're in front of you, you know, trying to resist you, trying to block you. They are a stumbling block, you know, in front of you. There are people who will tell you, you know, you're everything. You know, I'll stand with you, I'll protect you, I'll be by your side, but their hearts are speaking or they're saying, you know, Otherwise, they are not really with you. They are not standing with you. In fact, they are looking for a, an opportunity to betray you, to bring you down, to afflict pain. Or do you, so you must have a heart that is connected to your leader if you are a member of a church, you must have a heart that is connected, you know, to the pastor and the leaders of that church. Because if your heart is not disconnected, you will rebel against their commandments. Or, or rather, let me use another word, you rebel against their instructions. You understand what I'm saying? If your heart is not connected to your pastor, you rebel against his leadership. If your heart is not connected to your department leader, your heart you know, is disconnected from him, from him or from her. You're going to rebel against you know his or her leadership. If your heart is not connected to your CMG leader, you're going to be disconnected, and you're you're going to be rebellious rather to the instructions of that leader. So you, the heart connection is very very important. That's why we have to pray against a disconnected heart. We need people who are connected, you know, to us as leaders. We need people who are connected to us. You know with their hearts their hearts are connected to us their hearts love us genuinely their hearts have plugged into the vision that we have you know, genuinely with all their hearts. It's not just their body. They're not just showing their bodies. They're not just showing their faces. They're not just there to smile at you, but their hearts are grinning at you. We need people whose hearts are connected to us for us to be able to lead them effectively. Look at what Jesus told the Pharisees because they professed a lot of things with their mouth concerning God, but their hearts were disconnected from God. Look at what Jesus told them in Matthew chapter 15, verse eight to nine. He says, these people draw me draw near to me uh, with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. And in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. You see, he could see that they were professing that they honor God, they love God with their lips, but he could see that their hearts were very far from God. So you can say one thing, but your heart is speaking a totally different thing. You can say one thing, but your heart is saying the opposite of of what you're saying i mean they use their mouth to say the right thing for people to hear and for for people to think that they are close to god they honor god they love god but jesus said you are hypocrites you know what you're confessing with your lips is totally different from what your heart is saying their hearts their hearts were disconnected from god and that's why jesus said in vain in vain you see when your heart is disconnected everything you are doing it is in vain The sacrifices you are making, it is in vain. You know, showing up, it is in vain. Bringing your body around, it is just in vain. Your heart has to be there because God blesses, you know, the attitude of the heart. Hallelujah. I mean, this speaks to all of us, even those who are in departments. When you are showing up, you know, as an obligation and your heart is not in it, let me tell you, it is in vain. You know, when you're coming, you know, you're just dragging your body. Your heart is not there. Your heart is disconnected from the leader. You're not, you know, you're not happy about even being called for meetings. You know, you're not excited about it. You're just doing it, you know, as an obligation. Remember, God is looking at your heart, and the Bible says, it is in vain. You know, when you worship and you're just, you know, doing it because you have to do it, you're doing it because you want people to see that you're really worshiping, but it's not, you know, from your heart, it is in vain. I don't want to do things in vain because I want to receive a reward from heaven. Can you imagine how many things you have done which God says, you know, they were in vain. Can you imagine how many things you've done because you just dragged your body, your heart was not in it, you were complaining, you were murmuring, you know, you were mad, you are angry, you felt inconvenience because the leader changed the times for meetings, you know, we've been meeting at 3, now we are meeting at 6, we've been meeting at 6, now we are meeting at 9, we've been meeting at 9, now we are meeting at 11, so you go to the meeting, you feel down, you feel you know, you feel inconvenience, your heart is heavy, you are mad, you are angry, but on the face, are showing that you have a smile and you're excited. Look, God says it is in vain because God, you know, God looks at our hearts. That's why you have to be very careful. Everything you do for God, it must come from the heart because if it doesn't come from the heart, it is in vain. If you come to church and you're complaining and you're grumbling, you're just going because it's a Sunday or you're going because you don't want your mama to call you and ask you if you're in church in the evening and you drag your body and take your body to heart, to church and your heart is not in it, God says it is in vain. So how many times have you done things which are in vain? I don't want to do things and then God says it was in vain. I want to do things from my heart so that I may be rewarded. I pray for you that you will do things from your heart. Anything to do with God, you will do it from your heart. If it is giving, you will do it from your heart. If it is tithing, you will do it from the heart. If it's building the sanctuary, you will do it from your heart. Your heart will not be disconnected. Your heart will not be heavy because if your heart is disconnected and it is heavy, I'm telling you it is in vain how many things have you done that god says it is in vain how many things have you done for god you know for people to see but god looks at you and says it is in vain my god may god help you may god help us i pray that we'll change that trajectory so that everything that we do is it should not be in vain so the pharisees you know you know, everything that they did, Jesus said, what you're doing, it is in vain. It has no blessing from God. It has no favor from God. I want from today that everything that we do, yes, it will have favor from God. Everything that we do for him, as we do it from our hearts, it will have favor from God. God will look down on us and he will smile because he will see we are serving him from our hearts. We are fasting from our hearts. We are praying from our hearts. We are waking up early in the morning 5.30 because it is a heart issue. We are not disconnected from him. We are not just bringing our bodies on this live broadcast. We are bringing our hearts as well because we want to do it. We love doing it. We're excited about it. We know that this is what God wants us to do. So we have put our hearts, our soul, and our everything into it, and it is a joy. Amen. Hallelujah. My goodness. Now, when your heart is disconnected, let me go deeper here a little bit and share an aspect of this. When your heart is disconnected from a leader, whatever praise you heap on that leader, it is inconsequential. All right, so now I want to talk about our human relationships, the leader that God has given unto you, you know, in your group, in your department, wherever you are. When your heart is disconnected from that leader, whatever praise you heap on that leader is inconsequential. You can say, you know, you're behind that leader, you can say you love that leader, you can say you're praying for that leader, but let me tell you, whatever you say, if your heart is disconnected from that leader, it is inconsequential, it is in vain. You know, you are a hypocrite and God will never endorse what you're saying concerning that leader. And le- let me tell you, if you continue like that, giving just lip service in order to show the leader that you really love them, but your heart is not connected to them, you're just showing lip service, it's a matter of time. One day you will also, you know, rebel. You rebel against that leader. Whatever you are saying with your lips will change and align with what you feel in your heart. And you will rebel against that leader. And that's why many people are not genuine. That's why many Christians are not genuine. They will come and tell you things. You know, they will say, I'm COT Damo, I'm COT Planted. I'm COT arrived." Me, I remember there's a lady who told me, I am home. This is home. I'm not moving. And she told me so many things. I've finally, I've been re- jumping up and down. I've been moving up and down. But when I came here, this is home. I feel at home. I will die here. I will grow old old here. You know, I will get my children here. I'll raise my children here. I'll get married. Uh, Actually, she was married. I'll get my children here. Uh, You know, I'll build my houses while I'm here. You know, I will grow old here. I'll cross 70 with ease while I'm here. I am at home. But now she's not in church. So that means what she was telling me, she just wanted me to hear nice things that are coming from her mouth, but her heart was speaking otherwise. Her heart was saying other things. And when the rubber met the road, She was able to jump ship. So let me tell you, before you say it, make sure it comes from your heart because your heart will never lie. If it doesn't come from your heart, it's just a matter of time and what is in your heart will be revealed. So as a leader, I always pray, God, give me the ability to read hearts because I'm tired of what comes out of people's lips. Give me the ability to read people's hearts that I may know if what they're telling me is in tandem with what is happening in their hearts. Because no matter what somebody tells you, if their heart is not genuine, if their heart is not connected to you, it is a matter of time. They can be with you for five years, they can be with you for four years, they can be with you for seven years. If their hearts are not right, it's a matter of time. What is in their hearts will be revealed. Hallelujah. I mean, Judas was around Jesus for three and a half years. When the devil entered his heart and corrupted his heart, he betrayed Jesus. He just left, you know, the revival meeting. He left the service to go and have another meeting with the enemies of Jesus, received money from them. And when his heart was corrupted and changed, when Satan entered his heart, he came back and he showed these enemies of Jesus where Jesus was. So what you say is not really important. It has to really... Be a reflection of what is in your heart. Is your heart that matters? Hallelujah. Second Chronicles chapter one verse twenty-one. I'm gonna just paraphrase this. Talks about a guy by the name Uzziah. He was made king at at, at sixteen years old. I've preached this before, and then he started in. Initi- spiritual reforms you know in the nation you know he transformed the country and when he transformed the country by seeking god the bible says god made him prosper he did so well he built houses he fortified the um he fortified the nation and he prospered left right and center but verse 16. the bible says but when he was strong his heart was lifted up he became rebellious something happened to his heart. At the beginning, his heart was connected with God, but he go to a place where his heart was disconnected from God. And the Bible says, you know, his heart was lifted up to his destruction, for he transgressed against uh, the Lord his God by entering the temple of the Lord to burn incense on the altar. Read the whole story. He did what he was not mandated to do. He did what he was not anointed to do. That was the work of the priests. And when they came to the temple and they found him burning incense, they started, you know, rebuking him you know and as they were talking to him something interesting happened when you read that story the bible says that he leprosy consumed his forehead you know and because leprosy consumed his forehead he had to leave the presence of god you know quickly leprosy was on his forehead you know the face is very sensitive that's why ladies really make sure they take care of the face and stuff like that because it gives you some degree of confidence he was struck by leprosy on his forehead and so he had to leave the temple immediately when you read you know the sunset years of Uzziah he was never healed of that leprosy you know he, he 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 even had to move and live alone he died a lonely man, a guy who started very well a guy whose heart was connected with God a guy who initiated re, uh, spiritual reforms in the land a guy who prospered and he had lots of monies a guy who was able to invent so many things you know for 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 his country i mean because of disconnecting his heart from God and doing things that were contrary to what God had instructed or instituted in his word. You know, he contracted leprosy. It consumed his forehead and he had to leave the temple. He had to move out of, you know, you know, the community and he lived alone. And the Bible says he died alone. He died a lonely man. No one was around him simply because he decided to disconnect himself from God. So the end of those who rebel, It's a very sad end. The end of those who rebel is tragic. And that's why I pray for you today that may you never have a disconnected heart. Your heart should be connected to God and your heart should be connected to your leader. Your heart should be connected to God and your heart should be connected to your shepherd. Your heart should be connected to God and your heart should be connected to your pastor. Hallelujah. Then number four, because I want us to pray. Number four is the hardened heart hardened heart. Have you ever spoken to somebody and you can tell that their hearts are hard no matter what you tell them? You can see that they are not shifting. They are not moving at all. No matter what you tell them, you can see that they are not, you know, they are not budging. Their hearts are so hardened. Whatever you say today doesn't mean anything to them. You can even warn them of the consequences of the direction they are taking, but they are looking at you as if they are just staring at empty spaces. Like what you are saying doesn't even get to them. It's because their hearts have been hardened. A hardened heart is a stony heart. It cannot be moved by teachings it cannot be molded by cancer it is so hard it's like a rock is stony and nothing can be able to change the mind of a hardened heart nothing can be able to change the direction of a hardened heart and we have people who have hardened hearts we have husbands who have hardened hearts stone cold hearts we have wives who have hardened hearts Stone cold hearts. I mean, no matter the counsel, no matter the direction you try to give them, they can change. They are people, they are believers, they are Christians with hardened hearts, no matter what you tell them. And you see people who have hardened hearts, they can even listen to this message, you know, and they just say amen. But their hearts are so hardened, they know they are not going to do what I'm saying. They know they are not going to do what I'm preaching right now. They have hardened hearts. We have pastors with hardened hearts. We have leaders with hardened hearts. We have pastors who can never take instructions. No matter what you say, they will even say amen, you know, and they will think about other people. But their hearts are so hardened that no matter the instruction you give them, they will never follow it. In their hearts, as you're speaking, they know, I will not do it. As you're speaking to them, in their hearts, they are saying, I will not do it. It's not meant for me. It's meant for somebody else. Their hearts are so heard like a rock. Let me tell you, when your heart is hardened, you are likely to become rebellious. And I've seen people with hardened hearts who are rebellious. They don't do what they're told to do. You know, they can sit in a meeting. You can give them instructions. You can give them directives. You can say, I want you to do this. Like you see, um, I'm a leader, not just of a church, but of many churches. And I can sit with, you know, the leaders, the pastors, you know, you know, departmental heads. And I tell them, this is what I want you guys to do. And it has to be done. It has to be done. I sup, I want you to do this. I want you to follow this instruction. But people all pastors or leaders who have hardened hearts will listen to me, but in their hearts, they are planning on how they will not do it. Yes, I know. I know. They're planning in their hearts. They will not do it because their hearts are hard. So no amount of talking, no amount of counsel, no amount of encouragement will be able to work in them because their hearts are rejecting what you say. Their hearts you know, are playing tennis with you. You throw something at them, they throw it back to you. You tell them something, they throw it back to you. They resist it, they fight it, and they will never do it. And when you talk to them... They will tell you I'm planning to do. I was planning to do next week. I was planning to do you know this month. I was planning to start working on it. But in their hearts, they know they will not do it. Their hearts are so hard. Father, I pray, give me pastors who don't have stony hearts. Father, I pray, give me leaders who don't have stony hearts. Father, I pray, give me ministers who don't have stony hearts. Father, I pray, give me church members who don't have stony hearts. It is difficult to lead people with stony hearts. It is difficult to be a bishop over pastors who have stony hearts. It is difficult to be a general overseer over pastors and reverends who have stony hearts. Father, give me reverends who don't have stony hearts, who will flow with my leadership, who will believe in what I'm saying, and they will run with it, who will obey promptly, Whatever I say, they will pick it quickly and run with it in the name of Jesus. Give me those people, Lord. And if there is anyone with a stony heart here, Father, I pray that may you change it and give them a heart of flesh in Jesus' name. Let me tell you, stony hearts will always be rebellious. One of the reasons why... Moses allowed divorce in Israel because of the hardness of people's hearts. You see, when somebody's heart is hard, no matter what you say, you can have a meeting from morning to evening. They will not change their mind. You can have a Kesha to talk to them. They will not change their mind. You can call them and talk talk to them in the office. They will be there nodding their heads, listening to you, but they will not change their heart because their hearts are hardened. Their hearts have to change first before they can be able to to take instructions from you. People who don't have hardened hearts, you don't need one hour with them. Let me tell you, if a meeting goes more than one hour, it's a very long meeting and you're wasting your time. You know, counseling sessions, session one, session two, session three, session four, session five, session six, and somebody is not changing. You're wasting your time. Their hearts are hardened and they're wasting your time. Look, I want you to purpose as a member. I want you to purpose as a pastor. I want you to purpose as a reverend that my leader will not speak twice. If I speak twice, I've spoken too much. If I speak thrice, I have spoken too much. And that should send a message to you. You should start asking yourself, what is wrong with my heart? Maybe I have a hardened heart. Why is my leader repeating the same thing over and over and over again? Why is my leader pointing out this thing over and over and over again? That means I'm not changing. That means I'm not responding. If the leader speaks more than twice, he's speaking too much. And he's not supposed to speak too much. Hallelujah. I'm preaching this morning. Hallelujah. So we must reject this heart because it's a dangerous heart it will lead us towards rebellion a heart you need a heart that obeys promptly You need a heart that springs into action promptly. You see, many people say, no, 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 I'm inconvenienced. I have to work on it. It doesn't begin with the inconveniences that you have. It begins with the state of your heart. Because if your heart is right, you will overcome inconveniences. If your heart is right, you will sacrifice to make sure that you do the right thing. If your heart is right, I'm telling you, no amount of inconveniences will be able to stop you When it comes to obedience, no amount of inconveniences will make you disobedient because your heart is right. Your heart is not hardened. Hallelujah. Let's look at Proverbs chapter 5, and then we pray. Proverbs chapter 5, I want to read it quickly, and then we pray. My goodness, I'm enjoying the teaching this morning. It's very powerful. Proverbs chapter 5, Proverbs chapter 5, this is what the Bible says from verse 1. My son, pay attention to my wisdom. Lend your ear to my understanding. That you may preserve discretion and your lips may keep knowledge. For the lips of an immoral woman drip honey. May God protect you from an immoral woman. She's dripping honey, you know. But, you know, that honey is to entice you so that she can destroy you. And her mouth is smoother than oil. The way she talks, she's a smooth operator. But in the end, she's bitter as a wormwood, sharp as a two-edged sword. Her feet go down to death. Mercy, her steps lay hold of hell. Oh, yes, she's waiting for you so she can drag you to hell. Lest you ponder her path of life. Her ways are unstable. You do not know them. Therefore, hear me now, my children. I'm speaking to you, my children, this morning. From my heart, may you never have a hardened heart. Hear me now my children verse 7 and do not depart from the words of my mouth that is a heart that is not hardened that does not depart from the mouth of the mouth of the leader the words that are coming out of the mouth of the leader the the, the, the heart is is, is willing to embrace the words that are coming out of the mouth of the leader. Remove your way far from her and do not go near the door of her house, lest you give your honor to others and your ears to the crueler. Lest aliens be filled with your wealth and your labors go to the house of a foreigner. And you mourn at last when your flesh and your body are consumed. You can see that if you don't fall, if you have a hardened heart, this is what is going to happen to you. This is what is going to happen to you. You will lose your wealth. You will lose your anointing. You will lose your church. You will lose your leadership. You will lose your credibility. You will lose your integrity. You will lose so many things when you have a hardened heart. And I'm speaking to everybody here. I'm speaking to members of a church. I'm speaking to uh, HODs. I'm speaking to ministers. I'm speaking to the reverends who are... You know, pastoring churches, I'm speaking to pastors that have appointed. I'm speaking to everybody here. When your heart is hardened, hear me very quickly. I'm sounding a warning here. You will lose everything. You will lose your church. You will lose your integrity. You will lose your wealth. This is what the Bible is saying here. Because you have embarked on a path, you know, that the Bible uses this, you know, wicked woman. You know, she's enticing you. She's calling you. She's pulling you. She's telling you, come on this path. And her, look at what the Bible says here. You know, that where she's taking you, it is towards death. Her mouth is dripping with honey and she's calling you because she wants you to be, um, to be rebellious to the instructions of your father. And she's telling you, come. And because you see honey, you are going that direction. You know, her mouth is smoother than oil. You are going that direction. But the Bible says in the end, she's bitter as wormwood sharp as a two-edged her sword. Her feet go down to death. Her steps lay hold of hell. She's taking you to hell. Hear me. I'm speaking to you reverence. I'm speaking to you pastors. I'm speaking to you leaders. I'm speaking to you Christians. If you have a hardened heart, that is where you're going i can almost predict where you're going when i see your heart is hardened i can almost predict where you'll be and you will end up you know when i see a hardened heart that's why we have to pray that we may not have this heart because it will lead to destruction Hmm. the bible says even your wealth will go away foreigners your labors will go to foreigners And at last you are going to mourn. You will cry. And you will say, oh, I wish I listened to my father. Oh, I wish I obeyed my father, but it will be too late. You will mourn in the end. I am sounding a a warning to you today. Don't have a hardened heart. When you hear me say something, pick it and run with it. When you hear your pastor say something, pick it and run with it. When you hear your bishop say something, pick it and run with it. When he gives you an instruction, pick it and run with it. Don't have a hardened heart. Don't try and rationalize. Don't try and challenge it. Don't try and work around it. Don't try and give excuses why you should not be able to do it. Those are not excuses. Those are signs of a hardened heart because anything that you put your heart to do, you're going to do it. We have to pray. Hallelujah. We have to pray this morning. So we want to pray against all these Types of hearts so that we may not be rebellious. I pray for you that you will not be rebellious in the name of Jesus. You will not be a rebellious pastor. You will not be a rebellious reverend. You will not be a rebellious leader. You will not be a rebellious HOD. You will not be a rebellious member in the name of Jesus. You will not have a hardened heart. You will not have an infected heart. And you will not have a disconnected heart in the name of Jesus Christ. So it is time to pray. Prayer points right now. Lift up your voice. The first thing you're praying is for the healing of your heart. Maybe your heart is infected. I want you to pray for the healing of your heart. That God may uproot the seeds of rebellion out of your heart right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Raise up your voice right now. And begin to pray. Hallelujah. For healing, healing, healing. For the healing of your heart, healing of your heart, healing of your heart, healing of your heart. In the name of Jesus, raise up your voice right now and pray for your heart. Some of you have seeds of discord in your heart. Uproot every seed of discord. Uproot every seed of rebellion. Uproot every seed. Yes that is repulsive to authority in the name of jesus this morning oh god we pray for our hearts we pray for the healing of our hearts in the name of jesus father if there is any seed of rebellion in our hearts today we uproot that seed in the name of jesus father if there is any seed oh yes of rebellion in our hearts every seed that is against authority every seed that has been sown in our minds and in our hearts that fights uh, your 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 established authority father i pray today may it be uprooted uh, in the name of jesus uh, every seed in our hearts oh god that was sown through a comment, uh, that was sown through a suggestion that was sown through an observation and that seed oh god has started growing in our hearts is a seed of rebellion it has incited rebellious emotions in us i pray that may that seed be uprooted in the name of jesus every seed that has been sown the seed of rebellion that has been sown in my members hearts that has been sown in my leaders hearts it has been sown in the pastors it has been sown in the reverence today father i take authority over that seed i uproot it right now in the name of jesus every seed that has been sown through a suggestion, through an observation, through a comment, through a man, through a woman, through even a spouse, Father, I take authority over that seed right now. I terminate it in the name of Jesus. I uproot that seed from their hearts. The seed of rebellion, I uproot it. The seed, oh God, that has been sown by the spirit of this world, I uproot it this morning in the name of Jesus. Every seed of rebellion that is growing secretly in the hearts of the pastors, in the hearts of the reverence, in the hearts of the leaders, in the hearts of the shepherds, in the hearts of the ministers. In the hearts of the church members. I take authority right now. I, I, I uproot those seeds. In the name of Jesus. I pull them out. I pull them out. I pull them down. I pull them out. I pull them down right now. In the name of Jesus. I cast them to the ground. I command them to dry up to the roots. In the name of Jesus. And I pray, oh God, let healing take place for every infected hurt. Let healing take place for every heart that is sick. Yes, let ailing take place for every heart that has been influenced by rebellion. In the name of Jesus, I pray that that rebellion is losing power over their lives in the name of Jesus. I pray that that rebellion it's losing its grip over their hearts in the name of Jesus. I terminate its effect, I terminate its influence, I terminate its power, I break its grip over their lives this morning in the name of Jesus. I pray that it will not grow, I pray that it will not germinate, I pray that it will not sprout out of their hearts. I pray, oh God, that it will not produce any fruit in. In their lives, in the name of Jesus, may it die this morning. May that seed die this morning. May that seed die this morning. May that seed be destroyed this morning, in the name of Jesus. May that seed die this morning, in the name of Jesus. I pull it down. I pull it down. I uproot it right now, in the name of Jesus. I may that seed die. You seed of rebellion. I command you to die right now. You will not grow. You will not grow. You will not germinate. You will not sprout. You will not produce fruit. In the name of Jesus, I command you right now to die in the name of Jesus. And I pray that may people's hearts be healed from this disease. May people's hearts, those who have been infected, those whose seeds are beginning to germinate, I pray that may they be healed this morning in the name of Jesus. May their hearts be healed. May their hearts be healed. May their hearts be healed. May Every infected heart, uh, may it be healed this morning in the name of Jesus. uh, Every heart that was contaminated uh, by the seed of rebellion, uh, may it be healed this morning. Come on, pray for your heart right now. Pray for your heart right now. Because occasionally you feel those seeds. uh, You feel them, you feel them, you feel them. Occasionally you feel them. When you're inconvenienced, you feel them. When you're mad, you feel them. When you're angry, you feel them. When something is done that you don't like, you feel them. When a decision is taken that you don't like, you feel them, uproot that seed, uproot that seed right now. Pull down that seed right now. Destroy that seed in your heart right now. Raise your voice and pray right now, in the name of Jesus, it is a bad seed, it is a terrible seed. It will destroy your life. It will destroy your destiny. It will destroy your ministry. It will sabotage your calling. Destroy that seed right now. Pull it out of your heart. In the name of Jesus it is the seed of rebellion. It is the seed of rebellion. It will not rule. It will not reign. It will not grow. It will not germinate in your heart uh, in the name of jesus uh, pull it out in the name of jesus pull it out of your children uh, pull it out of your children Pull it out of your teenagers. Pull it out of the young people in your house. In the name of Jesus, it will not grow. It will not germinate. It will not flourish. In the name of Jesus, you will not feed it. You will not water it. You will not apply a manure on it for it to germinate. You will starve it to death. In the name of Jesus, may that seed die this morning. I pray for you. I pray for you. The seed of rebellion, it will not grow. It will not grow. It will not grow. It will not grow. It will not grow in the name of Jesus. That seed of rebellion. It will not germinate. It will not germinate. It will not sprout in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah! I cast it. I cast it. I cast it to its roots right now in the name of Jesus. I cast it. May it dry. The same way Jesus cast the fig tree. I cast that root. I cast that seed. I cast that tree of rebellion in your heart. I cast it right now. In the, Jesus, it in the name of Jesus, may it die. In the name of Jesus. May it die in the name of Jesus. May it die in the name of Jesus. May it die in the name of Jesus. May you be free. Receive healing. Every infected heart, receive healing right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Every infected heart receive healing. Let the balm of Gilead heal your heart this morning. In the name of Jesus, be healed, be healed, be healed, be healed, be healed, be healed, be healed of that disease, be healed of that infection, be healed of that seed, be healed, be delivered from that seed, be set free from that seed, the seed of rebellion. In the name of Jesus, be delivered from that seed right now, the seed of rebellion. May you be safe from that seed, the seed of rebellion. Yes, it will not rise in your heart anymore. I curse it right now in the name of Jesus. Dry up, you seed of rebellion. Dry up and die, you seed of rebellion. In the name of Jesus and receive healing. Receive healing. Receive healing in the name of Jesus. Secondly, I want you to pray that you will reconnect with your leader some of you have disconnected from your leader i want you to pray that you'll connect from your leader some of you are connected but you can strengthen the connection you can strengthen the network you know, sometimes when you have uh, your phone and, and and you and you're trying to browse you realize that the the internet is slow it's because where you are you're not strongly connected you know to, to, to the network, but when you move to another place then there, you can see the bars are full. It's a stronger connection. So some of you are connected, but you're not very strong. So you need a stronger connection to your leader, to your shepherd, to your pastor. I want you to pray right now for a stronger connection. And if you're disconnected, I want you to pray that may you reconnect with your leader right now in the name of Jesus. Raise your voice and begin to pray in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray. Ah, oh, yes, we pray for a strong connection with our shepherd, a strong connection with our leaders, a strong connection with our pastors, a strong connection, yes, with the people that you have placed over our lives in the name of Jesus, a strong connection with that departmental head, a strong connection Oh yes, with the leader that you have appointed over our lives. We pray that we'll have such a strong connection with them in the name of Jesus. We'll connect our hearts with their leadership. We'll connect our hearts with their leadership. We'll connect our hearts with their hearts uh, that we may flow together in the name of Jesus. uh, I even pray for those who had disconnected uh, from their leaders this morning. They walked away. They rebelled. They decided not to follow the leadership uh, that you have established over their lives. I pray this morning that may they reconnect in the name of Jesus. You are reconnecting this morning in Jesus' name. I pray that may they reconnect with their leaders right now in the name of Jesus. May they bridge the gap. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Some of them had walked away. Some of them had disconnected themselves out of anger. Some of them had disconnected themselves out of fear foolishness. Some of them had disconnected themselves out of immaturity. But today, Father, I pray that may they reconnect with their leader. May they reconnect with their shepherd. May they reconnect with their pastor. In the name of Jesus, may the connection be stronger. May the connection be stronger. May the connection be stronger in the name of Jesus. Some of them, somebody had stolen their hearts. I pray, oh God, that may the heart come back. We bring hearts this morning. We bring back hearts this morning. Oh, yes. We pull some hearts which had been stolen. We pull them back this morning in the name of Jesus. Father, this morning, pray for every heart that was meant to be with me, I pull it back in the name of Jesus. Every heart that was meant to be with me that was stolen by a charlatan, that was stolen by a thief, that was stolen by a false serpentine prophet, I call that heart back. in the name of jesus i call that heart back in the name of jesus wherever that heart is wherever that heart is i call that heart back in prayer right now in the name of jesus may that heart reconnect with me in the name of jesus this year 2023 may that heart come back and reconnect with me in the name of jesus come on pray Oh, yes, that your connection will be stronger. Even if you are connected, pray that your connection will be stronger this morning. In the name of Jesus, it will not be wicked. It will not be a weak connection. Yes, it will be a strong connection, and every day you will work towards strengthening that connection. That your heart may be connected to your leader. That your heart may flow with the leader. That your heart may follow the instructions of the leader to the letter. In the name of Jesus, Hallelujah! You will flow, you will flow, you will flow with him. You will walk in step with him. You will walk in step with his commands. You will walk in steps with his instructions over your life in the name of Jesus, no room for rebellion, no room for the spirit of this world, no room for resistance, no room for rebellion in the name of Jesus, no room for the spirit of this world, no room, oh God, oh yes, in our hearts to reject our leaders, to reject their instructions, to reject their leadership in the name of Jesus, no room, no room. No room, no room in the name of Jesus. Strengthen that connection. Strengthen that connection. Somebody here. You need to strengthen your connection to your leader. Strengthen that connection right now. In the name of Jesus. Strengthen the connection. Your heart had moved away. Bring your heart back and strengthen that connection to your leader right now. In the name of Jesus. May the network be strong. May the network be strong. May the network be strong regardless of your location. No matter where you are, may the network be strong. Strong, regardless of your geographical standing, regardless of your geographical location, may your heart plug in, may your heart be connected in the name of Jesus. Even when you travel, your heart will still be connected. Even when you are far away from your leader, your heart will still be connected. Even when you burn work in another country, your heart will still be connected. In the name of Jesus, pray for a stronger, stronger, stronger heart connection, stronger heart connection, stronger heart connection to your leader. your shepherd to your pastor to your bishop pray for a stronger connection of the heart in the name of jesus that no geographical location will weaken that connection in jesus name oh yes Let 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 it be stronger 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 Right now, in the name of Jesus, let it be stronger. Right now, in the name of Jesus, let it be stronger. Right now, let it be stronger. Right now, as you're praying, may the strength begin to grow. As you're praying, may the bone become stronger. As you're praying, yes, may you move closer. As you're praying, may your heart plug into the leader. In the name of Jesus, as you're praying, may something happen in your heart. Right now in the name of Jesus. Glory to God, 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 glory to God. Let something supernatural. God, take place as your people are praying. Let something supernatural take place in their hearts as they are praying this morning. Let there be a turn around in their hearts as they are praying this morning. Father, your word declares that Paul's uh, soul's heart was changed. Soul's heart was. Cha- I pray that their hearts may change this morning as they are praying. Their hearts may change, oh, from an infected heart to a healed heart. I pray that their hearts may change. From a disconnected heart to a connected heart. In the name of Jesus. Their hearts may change from a hardened heart to a soft heart. In the name of Jesus. Now I want you to pray. You will have a responsive heart. You will have a soft heart. Not a hardened heart. A soft heart. A heart that embraces the leader. You know what the Bible says in Ezekiel chapter 36 verse 26. A new heart also I will give you. A new spirit I will put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh. And I will give you an heart of flesh. Pray for this heart this morning. The heart of flesh. The heart of flesh. A heart that is responsive to leadership. A heart that is responsive to teachings. A heart that is responsive to instruction. Instructions pray for that heart right now in the name of Jesus, Father. This morning, we pray that our hearts will be responsive. We pray that our hearts will, oh God, embrace the instructions that we are being given by our leaders in the name of Jesus. Our hearts will respond to the direction that our leader brings in our team in the name of Jesus. Our hearts will be res- uh, responsive, our hearts will not be stony and hardened, our hearts will be responsive to the the teachings that we are receiving from your word in the name of Jesus. I pray this morning that our hearts will respond to the counsel that we are given in the name of Jesus by our leader. In the name of Jesus, our hearts, oh God, will be responsive to the instructions from our spiritual leader. In the name of Jesus, our hearts, oh God, yes, will be responsive to the directives that we are given by our spiritual leader. In the name of Jesus, we We shall not reject His direction. We shall not reject His directives. We shall not reject the instructions that we are given. Father, we will spring into action immediately in the name of... Jesus. I pray, oh God, that our hearts are being softened this morning, even in your presence. I pray this morning that your presence is softening our hearts. You said in your word in the book of Ezekiel that you will give us the heart of flesh. This morning, Father, let there be a heart transplant. In the name of Jesus, remove every stony heart. Remove every stony heart. Remove every hardened heart. Father, do a heart transplant this morning in the name of Jesus. Plant in us, the heart of flesh. Plant in hearts, a a responsive heart. Plant in us a heart that is responsive to your word, to your instructions, to the leader that you have placed over our lives. In the name of Jesus, remove that stony heart. Remove that hardened heart. Remove that stone cold heart. Yes, in us, in the name of Jesus, may may your presence soften our hearts. 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 In the name of Jesus, may your presence soften our hearts. Hallelujah. May your presence soften our hearts this morning. In the name of Jesus, as you pray this morning, the presence of God, the Spirit of God, the convicting power of the Holy Spirit is softening your heart this morning. In the name of Jesus, those who have been having stony hearts, those who have been having hardened hearts, that you're not following counsel, You're not following direction. You're not flowing with your leader. This morning, the presence of God is softening your heart. This morning, the spirit of God is softening your heart. This morning, the power, the convicting power of God is softening your heart. This morning, the word of God, which is like a hammer, is softening your heart. In the name of Jesus, my God, you are leaving this prayer meeting with a. Change the heart. You are leaving this prayer meeting with a soft heart, a heart that is responsive, a heart that is molded, a heart that responds to teachings, a heart that embraces a counsel and flows with that counsel. In the name of Jesus, this morning there is a trance. At the heart, there is a heart transplant in your life in the name of Jesus. Do it, Jehovah God. Do it, Jehovah God. Do it, Jehovah God. In our lives, do it, Jehovah God. In our hearts, yes, sir. perform a surgery in our hearts this morning. Hallelujah. Perform a surgery in our hearts this morning. We cry out to you, oh God. Perform a surgery in our hearts this morning. Remove unwanted seeds. Perform a surgery in our hearts this morning uproot every bird seed perform a surgery in our hearts this morning oh god and mold our hearts remove yes the stony heart and give us the heart of flesh yes in the name of jesus oh yes reconnect our hearts With our shepherd. Reconnect our hearts. With our leaders. This morning Lord. Work through our hearts. Work in our hearts. Transform our hearts. In the name of Jesus. Do something in our hearts. Oh God. Oh that will make our hearts change. Yes our soul's hearts changed. I pray that may our hearts change. Yes and may our hearts be inclined. To the good things that you have outlined in in your word. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I pray for you this morning. That your heart is being changed. Your heart is being transformed right now by the power of God. Your heart is being transformed right now by the glory and the Spirit of God in the name of Jesus. Your heart is being transformed right now. Yes, by being in His presence in the name of Jesus. Every stony heart, every hardened heart is being softened by Jehovah God right now in the name of Jesus. Every infected heart is being healed right now now by the healing power of God. In the name of Jesus, receive healing for that heart. In the name of Jesus, every disconnected heart is being reconnected right now. In the name of Jesus, every heart that was disconnected from God, you are being reconnected right now. In the name of Jesus, every heart that was disconnected from the leader, you are being reconnected right now. In the name of Jesus, every heart that was sick, you are being healed right now. In the name Name of Jesus every heart that was heard you are being softened this morning in the name of Jesus Receive that prayer. Receive that prayer right now. Receive that blessing right now. Receive that prayer right now. Shout a big amen. Receive that prayer right now. That there is a heart transplant that is taking place in you right now. In the name of Jesus. There is surgery that is taking place in your heart right now. In the name of Jesus. You will be a flowing pastor. You will be a flowing leader. You will be a flowing reverend. You will be a flowing Christian. You will be a flowing believer you will be flowing with your leader. You will be flowing with the instructions from God's word. You will flow with directives. You will flow with what you're required to do. In the name of Jesus, you will not be rebellious. I pray over you this morning. You will not be rebellious. There will be no There will be no place for rebellion in your heart and in your life. In the name of Jesus, you will obey. You will submit. You will flow. Your heart will be genuine. Your heart will be genuine. Your Heart will be authentic. In the name of Jesus, you will not offer lip service in any way. In the name of Jesus, your loyalty will be from the heart. Your commitment will be from the heart. Your devotion will be from the heart. Your worship will be from the heart. Your service will be from the heart. Your giving will be from the heart. Your prayer will be from the heart. Oh yes, whatever you do for God will be from the heart. Whatever you do for the kingdom of God will be from the heart. Whatever you do for the church will be from the heart whatever you say will be from the heart in the name of Jesus receive a heart transplant this morning in the name of Jesus I declare it done I declare it done in your life this morning in Jesus name we pray and we all shout aloud glorious thunderous amen hallelujah it is done this morning it is done this morning God has done it this morning. It is done this morning in the name of Jesus. Give God praise. Give God glory. Give God honor. Give God worship. Magnify his name. Exalt his name. Lift up his name for a changed heart. Lift up his name for a heart transplant. This morning, in the name of Jesus, something has taken place. You are living this prayer service with a new heart. With a fresh heart. With a soft heart. With a connected heart with a healed heart in the name of Jesus. You are living here with a patient heart in the name of Jesus. You're living here with a healthy heart in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you and we bless you for doing it in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow, we have to stop there. I hope you've been blessed. I hope you've been challenged. And I hope you feel something. Something has taken place in your heart this morning. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I want you to type in the comment section there. Make a confession and say, I have a healthy heart. I have a healthy heart. It is free from impatience. It is free from infection. It is free from hardness. And it is free from disconnection. I have a healthy heart. Type it there. Make that confession this morning. In the name of Jesus. I have a healthy heart. I possess a healthy heart. It is free from impatience it is free from infection it is free from disconnection and it is free from hardness i have a healthy heart in the name of jesus my goodness something has taken place i feel something has taken place in somebody's heart here in the name of jesus christ hallelujah thank you for listening to this podcast you can now get in touch with dr Dazu chero on facebook instagram and twitter